mastering your emotions so you can be a safe space for the feminine mm, is yes. actually to me the art of masculinity so i would think it means two things to me one it's always like in the eye of the beholder so realize that it's okay to have a different view than somebody else two it's always being created and recreated uh i i think it means an openness to growth an openness to learning an openness to looking at what is masculinity in me and having curiosity about what parts are serving me and what parts maybe aren't serving me so well anymore. And so the art of masculinity is truly that. If you can master being a lion and a lamb, you've mastered masculinity. The art of masculinity to me means knowing how to gracefully dance between both the feminine flow and the structure of the masculine. This is The Art of Masculinity with your host, Johnny Elsasser. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Art of Masculinity. A lot of us, we get into being part of the cog in the wheel. We get into uh, performance as expected by society. So we get out of high school, we go find whatever that job is that we're supposed to get that makes quote unquote good money. And then sometimes we're lucky enough that that job actually has a real bigger purpose that has a benefit to a lot of different people. And that is a, it's a double-edged sword. So fortunately there is a bigger purpose. Unfortunately, that purpose creates our purpose instead of us creating our purpose. So what I mean by this is like when I was in the military and fighting and doing everything I did overseas. And even when I did protection, right, for the U.S. government, both those jobs inherently came with a purpose. The purpose is right behind me. It's this flag that I keep on my wall. And I love that flag and what it represents. And the people who are underneath that flag, who that flag, you know, sits on top of their shoulders, that is, it means a lot to me. And there's, there was a purpose to those jobs in which that flag represented more than just me. It represented more than even my life. It represented generations of people. It represented generations of the past and generations of the future. It was way bigger. So it's easy for us to get consumed by a purpose like that, in which then we live our life for that, but not technically, or technically it's not our purpose of what we are meant to be doing in alignment with our soul on this planet. So, you know, we talk about the universe, we talk about being in alignment with that universe and then how that impacts our lives and how we can change the trajectory of where we're going and how we live based upon that. And that's where this kind of all comes from because there's a lot of people out there who transition out of these jobs. And so I'm using the military as as the example here, but this is very, very consistent with police. This is very consistent with firefighters. This is very consistent with anybody who's been in these high octane jobs, these first responder jobs. And even so much as these very intense, high octane lifestyles like professional sports. I've talked to numerous professional athletes on this show. I have friends who are professional athletes and they all kind of have that same mentality of that purpose being bigger than them. It's for a championship. It's for infamy, right? It's for lasting in the annals of time. But what we are talking about when we transition out of this is what happens when you move from there and that purpose behind you that's been there for X amount of years is no longer the purpose anymore. 
So what typically happens to people is this is where we dive into a lot of regret and a lot of, you know, lost lives, uh, not lost lives and well, yeah, suicide too, but lost purposes. So our lives are essentially lost. We are lost in our own lives and we're not, we're not finding the places in which we actually can make an impact outside of these jobs. We can't find something bigger than us outside of these jobs. And that is where an issue comes in because there's incredibly talented people who are struggling with this on a regular basis. There are incredibly intelligent people who are hobbled by this and not able to contribute back into society as much as they could or should because they don't understand that the purpose was never the thing that was behind them that they believed it was. They actually never found their purpose. And so they get the opportunity now to find that purpose. And it's such a big, big thing. And I've talked about this on Instagram. I've talked about it on the show here. I'm not going to reiterate purpose and I'm not going to reiterate a lot of the stuff that I've done in that podcast episode. But when we are looking for that purpose, when we're starting that trajectory outside of the job that created the purpose for us, that had a symbol for the purpose for us, right? When we're able to write our own story, we first have to disassociate from that life. And that is okay. Now it's an incredibly hard thing to do because it's like losing a piece of yourself. That's where a lot of people fail is they feel like they're losing a part of who they are, what made them who they are. And the most important thing about this is they feel that they're going to be lost without it. Now they already don't have it, but in their mind, it still is a driving force for them. It's still part of their personality. They still show up as every day as that guy or gal who was attached to that bigger purpose in life that they believed was their purpose. So at the end of the day, they feel like it's still there. It's still it's still uh, referenced categorically in their mind, but it's not their way of life anymore. And so at some point now, whether it's three months down the road, four months, five months, six months, a year down the road, the association to that job starts to really rear its ugly head. And our minds realize that that is no longer us. And now this misalignment that happens is where a lot of the depression comes in. A lot of the sadness, a lot of the failure mentality comes in. A lot of the wasted time and years comes in is because the fact that we are still believing we're part of that or that is who we are, yet our minds are telling us, well, we haven't been that and we aren't that. And so to make that to make that shift out of it, the key thing that I found for myself, and I had to use this for a time being, and I recommend that anybody use this, is that you disassociate from that life. You have to disassociate your mind from that being who you are. It is no longer who you are. It never actually was who you are. It was something you did. It was never who you were. But a lot of us, we classify this as who we are. And so unfortunately, when we do that, we struggle to really believe that we could be something different. Now, I said, disassociation is saying that is not who I am. That was something I did. That is not who I am. Say this with me. 
That is not who I am. All right. That is disassociating from that mentality. Now, when you're able to do that, you then have started to clean the slate off for yourself. You started to separate that and say, okay, that was a chapter in my life. The next chapter gets to be written differently. Now, there's things that are going to get brought back from that chapter that will help you. For instance, people who do come from that lifestyle can utilize it in different modalities in which can help them either propel their new, their, their next chapter, or they've gained tools from it that can actually benefit them in their next chapter. But that is not who they are anymore. And so we have to say, that's not who I am and who I get to be is written now by me and with the intention of being an alignment that I am going to drive this train so that every day I wake up, that can never be taken away from me again. See, that's the thing is this flag. Now I can say that this flag is, is still part of a, a purpose for me because I believe in it and I believe in the people underneath it. I believe in the people that it represents, right? But it's not, a. I don't wake up every morning fighting for this flag anymore. I don't wake up any every morning protecting people who represent the interests of the great nation of America. I don't do that anymore. Now, like I said, this has a, a, a piece in my mentality and in my life, but it's not my purpose. So now I get to say that got taken away from me. It was taken away from me because I did not create it myself. That's where the fracture is, right? So now once we disassociate from that, we can say, okay, how do I now create a purpose in which I am in alignment with? Because I want that purpose to be who I am, not what I do. Key difference here, guys. Now you actually get to look at the purpose for what it is. Now, I, I'm using purpose a lot and I really hate it because it's a hashtag bullshit term that a lot of you know life coaches and bullshit coaches use. That's not what that's not what I'm doing here. I'm just using it because the fact that we all understand what a purpose is. It's your why. It's your why for getting up. Now, it's the why that is completely isolated from, in my opinion, it's a why that's completely isolated from anybody else and everything else. It is something personal to you. If nobody else was around you in your life, that purpose should still be there because the purpose should not be able to be taken away from you, right? So when we talk about this, we got to give it some context and then say, now, how do we create this purpose? Well, that takes time. And if you go back and listen to my podcast about passion and purpose, you'll, you'll hear my thoughts on this. But purpose takes time. It's a big thing. So don't think it's going to come overnight. But at the end of the day, you get to create it through a way of making sure that you become aware of what it is that is important to you first and foremost, what's important to you and what it is that you are so highly behind that no matter what happens in the world, you imagine yourself doing that thing or going towards that goal every single day. Right. And that is, you know, when people get older, they just maybe want to put smiles on people's faces. So every day they wake up and that drives them to just make people happy. So they do nice things for people. They say nice things to people. They walk around with a smile. That could be their purpose. And that lets them live a happy life, a meaningful life for themselves. Now, that's an example, very like, you know, well, I would say low bar example, but not really. I mean, that's a pretty high bar to want to make other people happy and bring them joy. A lot of, a lot of former comedians actually had that purpose. And what came from it was, uh, 
you know, celebrity status and wealth, but because they lived in that purpose, they actually were great comedians uh, in the past. So anyways, when we take a look at this, we have to understand that that disassociation piece is the first prominent piece to the transition. If you cannot disassociate from that, if you cannot tell yourself that is not who you are, you will always be stuck in the perpetual cycle. You will always be stuck in something that's going to drag you back down because you're never going to be back in alignment with that unless you go back and take a job in that field, right? Which perfectly okay to do. But I'm assuming if you're if you're listening to this and resonating with the transition point of it, you have no way of going back into it. Now, whether that's because mentally you've just checked out of it, whether it's because you're older and you're now retired, whether it's because the fact that you just don't want to be doing it anymore because it takes a heavy toll on your family or on yourself, whatever the reasoning may be, right? Um, The point is you're listening to this and you're not wanting to go back there. And so if that is the case, then you have to disassociate from it. And you need to tell yourself that that is not who you are. That is something you did. And that is something you did that gave you beautiful skills. It gave you qualities that you enjoy about yourself, but it's not actually what you want to wake up doing every single day. All right. So for all you guys out there, if you're struggling with this, let, you know, obviously shoot me a message. I'd love to hear about it on Instagram at johnny.lsasser. You can shoot me an email as well, but if you're transitioning out of something, you've got you to gotta make sure that that separation is clean. The longer you, you hold on to that old lifestyle, the longer you're going to have this not smooth, not clear cut separation. And you're going to have a conflict, not only within your mind, but within your soul. Because your soul is like, hey, bro, I want to do something. I know what I want to do. I got some fire in me. I got some things that I, I feel like I can really help. But you're not allowing that to be exposed because your consciousness is getting in the way. So when we can take a step back and allow our consciousness the ability to separate, then our consciousness doesn't step foot in front of the soul so much. It allows the soul to come out and allows us to start finding something in our life that's a little more aligned with what really is deep inside of us. But until then, that consciousness will break it. That consciousness will break the pattern for that to be externally manifested in your life. So think about that. How are you doing that in your life? How are you blocking that transition? How long have you been stuck in the old mindset of who you are? Like, I don't even honestly think of myself much as a a ranger anymore. I don't do a lot of those things that I used to do anymore. Now, do I have the skills? Can I do some of those things still? Could I get back into it after a little bit of time and probably be very good? Absolutely. That's that's the benefit of having gone through that chapter in your life. But that isn't me anymore. I don't walk around like that because I don't I don't need to be. It doesn't serve me where I'm at in my life. And it doesn't serve my purpose on how I want to impact this world. So therefore, that gets to be a chapter where there's a skill set put together in a box that's placed night and uh nicely into my um my uh mind castle or uh my my um mental what is it oh man the mentalists use these they're uh, mind castles things like that anyways so that's boxed in there and it can be reopened again it's it's something that's within the memory bank and it's stored perfectly in a place that i know where it's at but you can put that aside and you don't need to keep that out. It doesn't need to be part of your repertoire 24 seven because you're no longer in that lifestyle. 
Now you can start to release it and find out who you are, what actually does serve your purpose and where that alignment is to then support that purpose and prolong a happy life. So just think about that, guys. I hope somebody out there resonates with this. I hope this helps somebody who's had some questions around this for a little while. And, you know, as always, if it, if you guys enjoy that, if you guys believe that this is going to help you, make sure you guys leave a five-star review over on iTunes and Spotify. Let everybody know what has helped you from this episode or any episode before. You know, it's important that um, you guys share with other people and it's not just for my ratings. It's actually for so other people could see maybe some episodes that potentially resonate with them that you can, you know, get them more uh, pointed to. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, remember to drop the ego and stay humble until next time.